From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's Dee Dee. This is your daily Tenderloin Truth Bomb. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone for Sunday, September 20th, 2020. I am recording this in the evening for you. I hope you are well hydrated and well rested. Okay, here's your short show. Today, I am talking about September's San Francisco update. Well, sweethearts, it was a very beautiful day today. I did this and that gorgeous weather. Fall is the best weather here in San Francisco. I call it the Native American summer. It used to be called the Indian summer, but that's politically incorrect. This is the best weather. This is when we have a lot of fabulous street fairs. None of that is happening. San Francisco, as I knew it, the city that I came to, I pilgrimaged out here from Wisconsin. That city is gone. I doubt it will return regardless. It's been effectively decimated. We're still under a very strong lockup that happened March 17th, 2020. I still do not care for the mayor. I still call her a heifer. If you didn't know, that is old school black slang. A heifer can be two things. A heifer can be a woman like, look at that heifer. And this woman is dressed really beautifully. She has a nice figure and she's sort of strutting and you're admiring her like, go heifer, go. Or it's a woman you can't stand like, oh, look at that heifer. Uh, Or it's a woman who maybe stole somebody's boyfriend or does something bad. So heifer is a two-pronged black slang. I call the dictator of a mayor a heifer. I'm not going to use her name. San Francisco's, it's still that beautiful plate of organic food with roaches crawling through it. Regardless of what you are hearing, my international listeners and my young ladies all over America. Hello, young ladies. I see you. How are you sweethearts doing? Because of Pelosi Gate, you heard about Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. She went and got her hair did. If Nancy Pelosi, if Pelosi hadn't broken the law by gotten her hair did, walking around an indoor salon without a mask, I guarantee you San Francisco hairdressers would still be locked out of their salons, forced to do hair on the sidewalk. Can you believe it, people? So now that happened on the 14th. Salon owners were allowed to cut hair indoors, but limited. This city is really whack. You still cannot go inside of a restaurant, sit down and dine in. So many things are still closed and they're talking about this weird staggering opening. It's also hypocritical. I see it as political. If you are a new listener and thank you very much, make sure to subscribe I'm done with the Democrats as a party. I was a lifelong Democrat. No one will change my mind. I am politically independent. I feel like someone who has been in a 
bad marriage and you tolerated this marriage for a long time because of how he was when you first got together 25 years. You had a lot of hope, dreams, aspirations. You you stuck in there. You you put a lot of you have a lot of time behind you, time invested. That's how I felt about the Democrats. Now my eyes, my eyes were open already. The degenerating um, conditions of the city pre-COVID and since COVID, the hostile living environment. Now, you may be thinking, Didi, you need to get out, darlings. I am mobile. I go all around the city. I'm not stuck in my tenderloin district. And by the way... This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. My district, which used to be used as the city's primary tent junkie containment area, thanks to UC Hastings College of Law, they're in the middle of the drug dealing zone. This is a weird democratically socialist city. The biggest drug dealing zone is across the street from the federal building. I kid you not. That is the biggest drug dealing zone is on Golden Gate between Larkin and Hyde, and then it's on a street called Hyde between McAllister and, um, let's see, McAllister and Golden Gate. So this law college balled up and sued the city for deplorable conditions in my neighborhood. The city, my neighborhood is no longer the tent junkie containment area, but they had to clear out they, the city settled the lawsuit to clear out 300 tents. They ended up clearing close to 500. Can you just put your mind on that out of town as a small district, multicultural, <clears throat> excuse me, um, 20 square blocks, working class immigrants, people of color, black people, white people. A lot of white people don't claim living in the Tenderloin. They do. Now, this lively district was packed full of tent junkies and the crime and the hostile living environment that comes with it now. Those situations are in over a dozen San Francisco neighborhoods. I kid you not. Quality of life crimes are up. We still have an outrageous black looting problem. I'm completely embarrassed about it. And I do. There are two people to blame. Well, not two people, but the system. Uh, the justice system in California, there's Proposition 47. When they passed it, they couched it as though it would be better for um, people not to have all these folks in jail. They didn't tell you, because you know they did projections, they didn't tell you that if you allow people to steal up to $950 and you don't incarcerate them, that just makes them bold. That So San Francisco is a city that's mainly white and then Asian and then Hispanic. A few blacks, when I say few, 6% of the population of a city that's over 850,000, a few blacks. These black people, out-of-towners, my black people, these Negroes are bold in San Francisco. They walk into stores that they know are ran by Asians and whites and they steal. Walgreens drugstores, CVS drugstores. I can guarantee you if those Walgreens and CVS were staffed by black people and owned by black people, they wouldn't step foot in those stores because they know black people would square up and fight and fight back. These wusses, these liberal wusses who are in my heart racist, 
they make excuses for black crime and then behind closed doors, you know, they're doing their thing, talking their talk. How do I know about white people? Well, my best friend, over 30 years, late husband, man I lived with over 25 years, the late great Richard LaFrac, was a white man. So the San Francisco update is things are still not open. Crime has exploded. The street tent junkie system is in a dozen neighborhoods. Now, white people are screaming the blues about junkies in their neighborhood. And, of course, they didn't really care. A lot of them didn't care about the conditions of the tenderloin. That's called karma. Now, the tenderloin is right outside their door. Again, I kid you not, I'm exaggerating about nothing. I would like my beautiful artistic city back. And that doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon. So, sweethearts, this is your show. This is your show. Did you hear what I just said? I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco, damn. San Francisco, damn daily truth bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. We're allergic to free range, hyper allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco damn zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Damn Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Damn with Didi LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found.